Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello? Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Hello, all you lovely listeners. Uh, we are very excited because Voicemail is proudly supported by Raw Naturals, skincare for men. Now, Raw Naturals is a new, unique grooming line that helps men feel comfortable in their own skin. Yep, Raw Naturals, like us, is a brand that's passionate about mental health. So we are delighted to have them on board with the show. Their range of beard and skincare products are not only top class, but are also made with the environment in mind. And they work. That's true. So for 20% off their range of male grooming products, check out the link in our show description. You can also follow Raw Naturals on Instagram at Raw Naturals UK. Hello and welcome to Voicemail, the podcast where us two males listen to your voicemail messages and do our best to help. I'm your host, Jamie Lang, and alongside me every episode will be my good friend and co-host, Josh Roberts. Josh is a campaigner, activist, and mental health expert and author of The Anxious Man. Opening up about our mental health is something that we all struggle with on a daily basis, men in particular. We hope that by discussing your experiences alongside our own struggles, people realise that they are not alone and find the confidence to ask for help if they need it. Joshua Roberts, we are back with another glorious episode of Voicemail. Senor Lang, how are you? Oh, just, como estás? Bueno, Monsieur Bueno. Um, <laughs> bueno, we- Monsieur Bueno. <laughs> Isn't that your name, Monsieur Bueno? <laughs> Mate, that's worse than my dad. My dad claims to speak fluent Mediterranean. What? This is his thing. Sorry, sorry, hang on. What do you mean fluent Mediterranean? So, well, so this is it. So it's like a bit of Italian, a bit of Spanish, a bit of French. He'll say, just like you did, he'll blend sort of, you know. <laughs> everything together. Buenos dios, madame, <laughs> yeah. sort of thing like that. Yeah. Just we desolate. Do, I'm really... <laughs> do you know any fucking Spanish? No. Do, you know? <laughs> do you know what's interesting, though, is that um, I, I lived in Spain. Didn't live in Spain. Just lied. Lying on the podcast. But I stayed in Ibiza for two months or so when I was filming up there. Filming Chelsea out there. I was also went to South America traveling around there. So I kind of, my Spanish was all right. But I honestly, I thought whenever I got drunk... I thought I was fluent in Spanish. I thought I was yeah. totally fluent. And I still think to this day, if I'm drunk, I can understand it all. So that's my little point for you today. 
So did you did you have to speak Spanish? No, it, the, there were no Spanish sp- cast <laughs> cast members on. on uh, if I'm really honest, I didn't catch that season. Wow, well, uh, you missed a biggie. Been, you missed I, a biggie. <laughs> but did, were there Spanish cast members, amigos, or there, is it? Um, it was just transposed. To there was. The, there was. Um, I, I don't know what you. I don't know what you. You. You're called if you're sort of an Ibiza regular. What is? What not regular? Ibiza. What's yeah. It? Yeah, regular. It's not, called, it's not called Ibiza regular. What if you live in Ibiza? You're called a resident. 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 Oh, I see. Oh, okay, fine, fine. Like someone who has, like James Blunt has the actual, you know, has lives there and yeah, there goes go. to the supermarket and whatnot. Okay. You fine. are a big James Blunt fan, so. Um... Huge, huge Jimmy B. <laughs> Jimmy B. I love the guy. Do you know, weirdly enough, he went to my school and his, uh, he changed his name to James Blunt. Really? To, because he was too posh. He was, used to be called James Blount. And uh, they decided that it was too posh, and so they called him James Blunt. Fun fact of the day. There you go. Um, hey, listen, I'm really excited. <laughs> I'm really excited about our podcast today because it's something that doesn't really relate to me, but probably relates to, relates to yeah, you. Big time. <laughs> no, big it definitely time. relates to me. And uh, you know, I, I, w- I want to understand. I want to sort of say this before we get into the episode that people um, who are looking at the episode. It's obviously about baldness, but this can also relate to women as well. What people don't realize is that a lot of women uh, lose their hair as well. Yes. Well, it's that. It's not only is it about male pattern baldness, but it's also about female baldness. And I think more importantly, it's about insecurity in general. And, you know, you've obviously had, would you call it a struggle, a journey? I don't know. I've definitely had a struggle with it. I definitely had a struggle with it. I want to give some stats. With your hair. With my hair. Josh, do you know what's so interesting? By the age of 35, approximately 66% of men will have experienced some degree of hair loss. I couldn't, but I was looking at the stats myself this morning and it is nuts. It's to the stage where, I mean, that's just part of, that's, it's more unnormal. unnormal? <laughs> that's the word. <laughs> it's more, yeah, it's more odd not to lose your hair than it is to, to yeah, lose yeah. your hair. It's just part of the normal male experience. It's like, you know, growing hair up your nose or, what, what, okay, one of, I don't know, getting like a really saggy ball wag yeah, or whatever. Why does this happen? <laughs> whatever it is why does that, that happen? Why does that happen? Okay, why do you... What, the sag <laughs> or the hair? The sag. This, I got out of the bath once and honestly, they nearly touched the water when I stood up. Honestly, I was like, what? It's, it's like a bell. It was honestly like a clock tower. I didn't know what was going on. <laughs> Would you go in for a ball bag lift? You can't get a ball bag lift. Mate, of course you can. Someone will be doing that. I don't know. I quite like the the, the low-hanging fruit. I quite, I quite, very Chaucer of Mm. us. The low-hanging fruit. But I, um, with, with the hair loss, for me, my hair issues started, I reckon, when I was about 19, 20. I started to recede. And that's when you start to sort of lose the... The Jude mm. Law look, but unfortunately I wasn't as good looking as Jude Law and I was probably a lot shorter and I wasn't an A-list actor. So I had a lot of things not going for me. Um, but so for me, I've always been worried about my hair. Have you, Josh? Not so much hair, although I'd have extremely fine hair uh, and I receded early doors as well. Not so much about hair. I've had deep problems with weight over the years. Yeah. And actually staring into this webcam this morning, I have a, you know, there's a little bit of that going on uh, already. You- and I think the two things are slightly linked. It's a bit like, well, I suppose in a way, uh, baldness, unlike weight loss or whatever, is maybe less under your control. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's that same thing. And we talk about this loads in, in the episode of just kind of not feeling very happy with the way that you look and not really feeling uh, that you can necessarily talk about it because to talk about it is to admit that you're struggling with it. Yes. And, and you, all of those kind of weird things that actually, 
you know, women are tend to be a little bit better at talking about these sorts of things. Yeah. Whereas blokes, we either, you know, deal with it comedically and take the piss out of each other and pretend that that's how we feel. Um, or we don't talk about it at all. Yeah. So I think it's a, it's a very interesting topic. And I, I, what I found so interesting about your specific story was that you had this problem mm. and then, you know, you ended up having the, the hair transplant mm. and, and sort of going transplant, 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 trans, trans. transplant, transplant. But I, but I also spoke about it and I think that was good. You know, I'm definitely on the other side where I talk a lot about things and I'm, uh, my girlfriend will joke that, God, you open up that jam jar and it doesn't really shut if I start talking. But I've learned yeah. to open up about things. And I think that there is this massive taboo, you know, you, and Josh, yours is about weight, right? You have a huge insecurity towards weight. I was weight. big. Yeah, yeah, you were big. big time. And and you, the, the best thing. And again, I just go back to Josh's book, which is incredible. At the anxious man, which you should read. Any of the listeners who haven't, there was a point when you were eight years old and you were eating these bits of toast, and suddenly you felt shame that you were eating so many and you were overweight. Yeah. And it was that sudden shame. It's the same with baldness. I suddenly realised that I was receding. And when you clock onto something that is an insecurity, it's quite hard to forget it. And then mm. also you don't want to talk about it. So for years I didn't really talk about my baldness. I just freaked out about it. And until the thing that I went down the route of, yeah, I, I had a hair transplant. Now I want to say about hair transplants. Firstly, uh, they are really intense. It's an intense procedure. Um, it is months of you know, your hair having to grow back, you have to shave your head, you have to um, do something what they call is drilling at the back of the head where they take out each individual hair follicle and put it in the French. So the trauma to your face makes it swell up. Um, you can't go in the sun. Um, you have to wake up in the middle of the night and spray salt water on it to keep it from heat, keep the healing process going. And then sometimes it actually doesn't even, what they say, take. And so then the hair can fall out anyway. And it costs. I'll be honest, it costs about £5,000, maybe a bit more sometimes to get 2,000 hair follicles. And that's only a bit of your hair. So there's loads and loads of things that go into a mm. hair transplant, which is it. And then most people can't afford it. You can't afford to pay £5,000 to get a bit of hair. So what do you do? Do you then just start going bald and, and you become more insecure? There are, there are really, and I actually want to give a shout out to them before we start this episode, is an amazing company called Sons, Careful Sons that look at hair, hair loss prevention. Um, and they use sort of drops and different things, Papisha and all this kind of stuff. And so if you're a listener and are worried about hair, go and check those guys out. They're incredible. But it is a massive insecurity and guys aren't open about it. And I was open about it. I said, look, this is what I've done. And I think that is so key that we should be having more, this conversation more. Do you not think, Josh? Yeah, I do. And I also, I think I've probably in the past been guilty of taking the piss out of people for it and actually yes, following that's what we our, do as men. As men we well, do we do. And not, not from a mean place. It's just sort of, like I was saying, you know, when we're faced with that awkwardness, I think quite a lot of blokes, like, you know, you go for the joke because it seems like an easy way out. And actually after our conversation, I, I decided I would sort of stop doing that um, because it's one of those things where if you haven't necessarily been directly affected by it, I don't think you have a real mm. understanding of the psychology of it and how, how impactful it can be. Mm -hmm. um, mm -hmm. So it was a good conversation, not just because I thought it was interesting and because we get some juicy celebi goss out of you, mm. uh, which is always our aim on this podcast <laughs> to unearth those nuggets, those rough diamonds, those celebrity showbiz anecdotes that we do love so much, those tasty little morsels. Um, but also because, yeah, it kind of changed the way I thought about baldness and, and, and the way that men talk about it. It is. And, you know, a lot of messages I get in my Instagrams and sliding, people sliding into my DMs and people asking, 
about hair, about hair transplants, about hair loss. Um, what else do they slide in for? That's, that's, that, that is literally it. That is literally, <laughs> literally it. I was saying this the other day. I am jealous of people who get like people sliding and saying, oh, you're hot or people, you know, I Mike, to be very crude, my girlfriend the other day got someone sliding in with a revealing picture. And what, just straight up? Yeah, straight up. Send it straight into her DMs. And I was, I was, I was jealous. I want that. I want something to slide in. Mate, me, listen, you know? I've, as soon as we finish this record, I promise I'm going to hop on Instagram. I'm going to send you some pics. I'll like, cheer you up. Thanks I could so slide much. right in there. I really I did, gosh, that's crazy. I didn't know that you could just, I mean, not that this is going to change my approach to Instagram at all. <laughs> but I didn't know you could go, you could send a, a nude fresh, just straight off the bat. Yeah, yeah. You can just send it straight in there, straight in there if you want to. God, that's yeah, you crucial. learn something new every day on the podcast, right, Josh? But also, I just think what is great about this podcast, this episode today, is it's it's opening up that conversation about insecurities. Women, it, it, with women, as you said before, generally they're much better at talking about things. So they are much better at talking to their friends about insecurities, how they're feeling. Guys, with our insecurities, we don't open up. I was very much conscious of my hair, as we talk about in this episode, but also I was conscious of my height. Um, you know, I'm five foot eight and a half, five nine on a good day. Um, and I was very, very, you know, insecure that to the point where I used to put these little things in my shoes that made me taller. And that's what caused my plantar fasciitis and got me knocked out of my first Strictly experience because I had these things called heels in my shoes. Wow. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. There you go. Now I can laugh it off. But I think that also it's okay to feel insecure. It's it's all right to feel insecure. The most important thing is that honestly, just talk about your insecurities. You don't have to be so. If, it doesn't make you not macho. It doesn't make you not alpha male. It doesn't make you anything different. It doesn't make you weak if you talk about it. I just think the more you talk about it, the better you feel. Do you not think? Mm. Just, you know. No, I completely agree. the The difference between men and women. In, in this regard is okay women are better at talking about it or at least they there is a precedent for them talking about it in a way that there hasn't been with men but at the same time we're both subjected to the same kind of media and things that kind of give us those insecurities in in the first place so it's like you've got the same pressure applied to both uh men and women but women have this kind of release valve in in the form of conversations like my instagram it, it doesn't matter it, it, like maybe you do this a bit i don't know but who are these guys who just wander around the house with their t-shirts off or they're making pasta yeah, with, 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 without a t-shirt? That's me. Is that you? Yeah, I don't me. get it. But it, and I know that if I, when you have I a know, body like me though, you, um, when you have a body, have you got six, have you got six back? <laughs> no, not really. I think I, I saw You've got that, that high school body, haven't you? You've got that kind of like effortless. High school? High school? Nah, what do you mean? Know, in some American movie? What do you mean? Nah, but you school? know what I mean? Like, there's that, there's that thing where, and I never had this because I ate too much fucking toast, right? But there was a thing where when you're like 15, 16, if you were within the bell curve of normality, you could have quite a good rig yeah, without like necessarily that. trying that hard. Yeah, do you know that, what I mean? I was that. I had, I had yeah, good muscle High school memory. body. Yeah. It's I was a high school jock. Yeah, get out of it. Who cares? You know, that's just me. But you, Listen, were, you were sporty spice at school as well. So that meant, that all makes sense. But my point yeah, but is, I was also, you have to remember, I was also five foot eight and balding. So it, it wasn't that like, and you know, thank God I joined a reality show. And thank God that I've sort of tried to lock down my girlfriend now. Because actually, I would now be a balding ex-reality star, five foot eight. I'm really not that attractive. What's the height thing though? Why? Why? What's the height thing? What's I don't that? know. I don't is it know because height? it's t- tied up with masculinity? I don't I think get, it again, is. Another I one I don't get. Is. I think it is. So many successful people. Like all, all, all the actors and you know Tom Cruise is fucking tiny. Yeah, I know. I don't. But know. Who cares? Height was a big thing. Height was a big thing. Baldness was a very big thing. And I just think that 
I think it's just a good, I, I love this podcast because we open up and talk about things that people aren't talking about. And actually we're giving that other people the opportunity and the, the confidence to say, actually it's okay to talk about it because these two guys, Josh and Jamie are out on this podcast talking about it. Well, and I had, and also the great thing is, and I want to say a big thank you to all of the people who are listening to this podcast because, you know, Josh and I really love doing it. The aim of our podcast was to talk about t- tough subjects. Um, so to, to get over the taboo of talking about it, but also do it in a fun way, not make it so heavy. And I think that's what we're kind of achieving. Feels like it to me. Feels Certainly like from it. the messages that I get from people. That there's, you know, there's two approaches to thing, things like, you know, whatever we've talked about, anxiety, depression, insomnia. You can either get terribly down in the dumps about it and talk about everything as a struggle and a, and a challenge or, you know, a mountain to be overcome or whatever. Or you can kind of poke around it a bit, take the piss out of it a bit and accept that it's sort of part and parcel of 25% of us across the course of our lives will sort of have a, a mental health problem. Yeah. And so, you know, one in four of us at any one moment pottering around, feeling under the weather. It's just something that happens. And if you can reframe it in your mind in that way, it obviously sounds a lot easier than it is in reality. It's a, it's a really good start that's and it's a very, it makes life a lot more um, comfortable. That's a great point. On that note, Mr. Roberts, should we listen to our first voicemail? Let's do it. Hi. Um, yeah, I just responding to your Insta G. Um, so yeah, with regards to the whole situation, I think I'm 22. Um, first noticed going like receding, I was about like 20 and um, I think I was, I was at my sister's graduation just saw like, I was like, what the fuck is this? This is, like, not supposed to happen to people this young. And then uh, looking at it, I was like, wow, because my dad's got for a bit. Um, obviously, my mum does as well. But then, you know, and they never really mentioned that. And I don't have any older siblings who are, who are guys, just three older girls. So it just hit me like a bit, like a fucking uh, brick shit house, basically. And then uh, a couple of years later, still going, I've tried all the sort of therapies you can try um, really didn't go very well for me. Um, quite mentally damaging. Um, so yeah, now I'm just sort of left to fucking like scanning the internet every day, hoping for something new, um, looking at research and all that kind of bullshit. But in the day, you just, I guess I just get over it unless anything else comes along. So fingers crossed there. But yeah, it's tough. It's very rough, and uh, I think just when you're this young. Much more, it's much different to kind of someone who's older. For me, it's like all people looking the same way. If I'm like as a 22 year old, I want to go out clubbing and stuff, just be that one guy who's like fucking odd looking and all that kind of shit. So it's about self confidence, I guess, about self image. Uh, yeah, and today there isn't really that much you can do looking at the sort of science behind it all. So yeah, that's it. Anyway, that is nice to hear you, you guys are getting on it and uh, we need people in the community who, you know, celebrities to just like, talk about it because it is such a big issue and it's like, about mental health and young people um, but also just the fact that like it's one of those un- untreated conditions that, you know, sometimes the actual medicine is worse than the, the condition itself. So, Well, the first thing, if young, are young people calling Instagram Insta-G now? Is, is that what he's yeah, saying? He's saying Insta-G. He said Insta-G. <laughs> And I've, oh no, that makes me feel so this old. Is how, this is how old I am. I've written that down on the piece of paper that I have next to me with a note. Or maybe with he two was just calling you an in- next to it. 
<laughs> he went Josh, Josh Roberts that Insta G oh, you were an Insta yeah, G the, oh, that's G. what he was saying love it <laughs> yeah, G. gosh so many interesting things in there and I think you can hear it in, in the, the caller's voice just how impactful this can be for blokes and how it's another one of these areas you know we've, we've talked before about anxiety depression OCD all these kind of issues that blokes for whatever reason just feel so um, isolated with I think mm. the most interesting thing well one of the most interesting things was the fact that he said, uh, um, you know, it's happening to me so young. And he's, I think he said he was 21, 22. Actually, if you looking at the data, like you were, you were talking a bit earlier, that's about, I mean, it's a little bit early, but looking at the kind of distribution of when people tend to start their hair starts thinning, that's kind of within the bounds of normality. So it's, it's, um, it's striking that he thinks that that's a very young age to be having this, this mm. kind of problem. Cause actually it's kind of pretty normal. The kind of process, I don't know, I, I was really interested, you'll know all about this, because I guess it's it's been something that you've lived with much more than me, of, of why, you know, blokes lose their hair in a way that women don't. Mm. Do you know the answer do to you that? Know what, do, you know what, do you know what, I don't know the answer oh. to that, but I do know that, um, I think it's down to hormones, yeah. I think it, it's, it's, it's down to hormones, and I also think there's a lot of um, speculation around what, uh, where what the hairline follows generationally, right? So that, and it's meant to be the X chromosome. So your mother's father, that's supposedly mm. what you're meant to follow. It. I oh, don't gonna, know. Here well, he goes. I, oh, Mr. Roberts coming well, back in. I'm not, I'm, not not a do- I'm, not a do- I'm not a doctor, but I did, I was reading. You claim you are. You claim I'm, you're a doctor. Claim you a doctor. claim you're a doctor. But um, from all the research and reading that I was doing um, over the, the past couple of days, it, it, you're right, it stems from hormones. So um, it derives from testosterone. Testosterone mm-hmm. metabolizes to create something called DHT. And DHT binds onto follicles in your hair. But as, as you said, only follicles kind of on the top of your and front of your scalp rather than on the side. And it causes the follicles to shrink and kind of um, decay over time. And that's why your, your hair falls out and why it happens in a way with men that it doesn't happen with women because, you know, we tend to have um, been more driven by testosterone. The, the grandparents. If you, knew this, why were, if, if you knew this, why were you testing? Because it? I wanted you to test it. Yeah, because you I were wanted testing to make myself just to show off your talent. Yeah, exactly. You were just to show off your talent, exactly. weren't yeah. you? Yeah. That's it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Nothing wrong with that. Got to get your kicks somehow in lockdown. <laughs> I love it. You went. Do you know? Do you know? Because I, like I do. Because <laughs> I do. No. Okay, then your grandparents. The grandparents thing. You're you're absolutely right. So it does come through. Or, or at least it's supposed to be associated with the female genes, but there is um, little, re- very little research linking it because lots of people will say it's all to do with your grand- your mum's parents, so your grandparents on your maternal side, and the research there isn't particularly conclusive because lo- lots of people sort of sort of worry about it. But I think yeah, uh, so it's pr- primary primarily genetic. There are obviously lots of other conditions that can lead to male pattern baldness. Uh huh. Uh-huh. Male pattern baldness is the cause of 95% of male hair loss, but the other 5% is due to things like, um, you know, specific medical conditions. Um, yeah, like yeah. The, if you're taking particular medications, that, that kind of stuff. I think the thing that's yeah. most interesting, and I would love to get your views on this is, why is it that we care so much as blokes about our hair? Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what big wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. 
$45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Like, what is I it? Know. Why is it that, you know, when you experience hair loss, you, you know, you feel that you have to get a hair transplant. Why? When my girlfriend is cutting my hair, I'm freaking out that she's going to fuck it up. You know, what is it? And I don't know. Again, from it's in, it's, it's a masculinity it's thing, isn't it? It's a virility. I thing think it is, and a youth a youth thing because you associate, you know, having a full head of hair with being young, and being young is thought of as being sort of sexy and more fertile yeah. and whatnot. So is is that it? Is that what you were thinking, or is well, it? I'm definitely I'm definitely fertile still. You now. reckon? Probably. Yeah, my prime. It's my prime. My prime, buddy, right now. But I think that what happens is, is that I think what happens is, is exactly that. I think that, firstly, if you look at some of the biblical, you know, if you look at biblical stories and things, I think it's biblical. You know, Samson, it was all about his strength was in his hair. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? And Rapunzel, all the nurse friends were about how long her hair was and all these different things. So I think we, we grew up with stories of hair and how great hair should be. Um, I think that also when you start to lose your hair, we don't like things that we don't have control over. And it, you, if you don't have control over your hair loss, it's a bit of a struggle as well because you can't control what's going on and, and you don't like that. But it's interesting. I don't think many women care about hair loss. Mm. I think if you went up to, you know, lots of women, I don't think they care. Look at Vin Diesel, Jason Statham, The Rock. All these guys are completely bald and they, you know, they're you know, it, the sexist men on earth. When you start, when I was uh, uh, reading about, you know, successful, because I, I was interested to know, you know, what, what Hollywood actors, because it's not something I think about very much. I was thinking, okay, mm. what Hollywood actors or what successful business people have, you know, struggled with hair loss or whatever. And you're right. It's always like, people always talk about The Rock and Jason Statham and then they bun- bundle Vin Diesel in. Like you just did. And I'm like, <laughs> let's be clear. Or like Pitbull. I'm like, Jason Statham, fair play. The guy's, you know, he's with, um, what's the chops? Um, yeah. Uh, with um, Holly, Rosie Hunter Rosie, Rosie Hunter Wiley. Vin Diesel, come on. <laughs> Vin Diesel's sexy. Let's not, let's Vin not love Vin Diesel sexy. in there with, with, Vin, with, with you know, with, uh, with Jason Statham <laughs> and Bruce Willis. But I, I wonder, is it also, is it also a media thing in the sense that, you know how, we have, you know, the way that advertising works, the way that uh, the TV works, movies and whatnot have trained us to think of about our bodies should be in a certain mm. way. Is it also something to do with the fact that you see fewer bald men or people with kind of less hair in adverts and things like that? Yeah, I think it's, I think it's definitely, I think it's media and advertising. You know, everyone who is in the magazines or, or promoting tennis records or clothing, they all have loads of long, amazing hair. And I think hair represents beauty. 
And beauty is everything that is desirable, supposedly. So if you're losing your hair, then you're not desirable. Um, and that is probably upsetting because you, you lose your hair, so you don't feel like you're desirable. Therefore, it adds all these insecurities and stresses into you. The only thing that I can say from my own experience is that after a while, you, you just don't care. It's very upsetting when you're younger. When you're mm. in your early 20s and you start to lose your hair, it's very upsetting because you have no control over it. You think no one's going to fancy you. You're insecure anyway, and you start to worry about it. But as you get older, Older, you just don't give a shit. I've had a hair transplant and I've shaved my head anyway. So, like, yeah. do you know what I mean? Five grand it, well it, spent it, that. Yeah, five grand well spent. Perfecto. <laughs> there we go. But it's true. And I think that uh, what happens to this gentleman who left us the voicemail is that he says he's searching every day for different results and different things. And yes, there are medicines out there or there are certain things that you can use and they do for some people they do have side effects you know it's a common knowledge that sometimes you know the side effects are loss of libido or you can get develop breasts man breasts you can develop on some occasions Uh, yeah so there's there are intense side effects and they're very minimal but it can happen in certain medications so i think it's important to know what you are getting I think it's important to go to the right places and not just surf the internet. As you always said, you're surfing the internet is some of the worst things. You get yourselves into these forums where you just go down a rabbit hole and you can't freaking find yeah, your way absolutely. out. And then you come out more anxious than you go in. Um, but I think the biggest thing to realize is that it honestly, hair is not the be or an end all. It really isn't. And for all of the men out there and women who are losing their hair or or worrying about losing their hair, you really don't need to worry about it because people really don't mind. Girls don't mind that much. They don't care. They don't look at that guy and go, oh, he's bald. Yeah, it's interesting. I I was having an interesting conversation with a few um, girl friends, friends that are girls, I should say, uh, sadly not living in a harem just yet. Um, (laughs) but, But they all said the same thing, which is the sexiest thing is confidence. And, mm-hmm, and so mm-hmm. if you have a something, if you, you know, if you, if you have a, you know, problems with your weight or if you have problems with your height or if you have problems with you, or you perceive that you have problems with your hair to lean into it and to kind of own it and be confident around it is so sexy versus someone totally. who's kind of a bit worried about it. The other thing that I, I just re- was reflecting on is how, and I, I, I say this to other people about other, other conditions, but how your hair loss is, is uh, no one cares as much as you do about your hair yes. loss. And yes. so if you're, and a couple of ways that you can kind of point, prove this point to yourself is to think about how many colleagues and friends and family members, you know, who have had a similar condition to you and how little of an impact it makes on your assessment yeah. of them as a person. It's exactly that. And secondly, if you spend any time walking, when next time you're walking down the street, you have to, to try to actively spot and notice people who've had, you know, who've, who are bald or who've thinning hair or whatever it is. Again, it's just so common and you start to realize, gosh, this is part of the normal male experience yeah. rather than it yeah, being yeah, yeah, part yeah. of an abnormal male experience. You're, you're actually, I think, more normal to have hair loss than to actually not have hair loss. Yeah, definitely. So I have a friend at, at school whose brother, um, he was about 14 years old and he came down to the plague ground once and he came out of the playground and he was doing this and he was tugging at his hair and his hair was coming out in tufts on his hands yeah. and he's going guys look at this oh my god he's pulling out his hair going what is going on here and he had alopecia and he didn't realize it and at 14 years old he lost all of his hair on his body 14 years old and that is pretty intense that's pretty hard um 
and it was tough for him at the beginning, but then he lost everything, eyebrows, everything. Um, and, you know, he's now totally fine. Mm. He's completely accepted, doesn't worry about it one bit, actually enjoys the fact that he has no hair on his body. And I think what is a good thing to realize is that whatever insecurity you're having now, whether it's your hair or things like that, you firstly get used to it. And secondly, in the majority of the time you get used to it. Secondly, um, you, you, you're not an alien. You're not different. You're, you're, you're totally normal to a lot of people out there who are experiencing the same thing. Yeah. And the other thing I, I would just mention on top of, so it's completely normal to lose your hair and it's also normal to worry about losing your hair. And, yeah. you know, cause again, one of the things that I've, people have come to me, you know, as, part, as someone who talks primarily about anxiety and they will say anxiety and depression and things like that. And they will say, I'm so angry at myself that I'm so vain that I care about my hair. I wish I didn't care yeah. about it. Why do I care so much? And it's, it's, so it's just really important to say that, that point that it's completely normal to have the, you know, the issue about losing your hair, but it's also completely normal to worry about that issue, to feel guilty about your vanity or if your perceptions of vanity or whatever it might be. Um, That's totally did you it. ever consider not doing it, not doing anything and just kind of letting it nature <sighs> uh, take its course? Yeah. I, I didn't, I didn't Google it. I didn't, um, research hair transplants or anything like that. A friend of mine was getting one done. He said, do you want to come with me? He actually said, do you want to come with me? And if we do it together, we get a discount. And I went, all right. <laughs> so we got a little bit of a discount nice. because we went together. Um, but I just don't overthink these things. And also I, it, you know, I had sort of slightly come to terms with it. You, you know, had. by okay. that. Yeah, I had, you know, I, I, I had at the beginning, my early twenties, I was really freaking out about it. And then, I had come to terms with it, but sometimes now I do freak out about my hair that it's receding even more. But you know what? With all these insecurities, you, you come to terms with it, so it's kind of okay. Yeah. That's what I think. Yeah. Um, right, Joshua, we're going to listen to um, our next voicemail. Are you ready for this? Yeah, cool. Can't wait. So I'm 24, and probably when I was about 21, I started to lose my hair. Not like drastically, but it was like thinning. I was super anxious about it. Could like, never really sleep throughout uni and kind of didn't whenever anyone made a joke about it i'd like my i'd just crawl up into a ball and like wouldn't know how to handle it and just like want to divert conversation anywhere away from tension towards my head uh i then went traveling post uni at the age of like 23 and traveling for a year away from all my friends and i just thought fuck it i'm gonna shave it um, because people always used to call me Jamie Lang because I had blonde hair, half Scottish, and was going prematurely bald. And I just thought, fuck it, if I shave it, it might look cool at his. So I shaved it, and the literal minute the barber was finished with it, because I went to the barber's, one of the good trim the first time around, it was the hands down the best feeling I've ever had in my life. It was completely, like, utterly relieved of all the stress and anxiety I had I felt like just like it was a physical way of getting rid of all my mental health problems and I kind of walked away thinking accepting what happened this is it like this is how I look now there's no hiding it this is exactly what it is um and now I feel probably the most confident and the happiest I've ever been and I'm like six months down the line from shaving it so I don't actually have any kind of mental health issues anymore as a result of it but I feel like if you're going to read any voice notes Maybe it's worth like sharing with people that um, it's, you know, it's such a scary thing to do, but the moment you do it and shave your head and like accept this is what it is, 
the happier you'll be and people don't care half as much as you do so my biggest advice to anyone would definitely be just do it take it on and it always looks thicker when it's shorter anyway so even if it is that bad it will look better than it is when it's longer um but you'll be happier you'll be more confident and you'll be yeah you'll learn to love yourself more which is the ultimate goal and yeah i'm super happy with it so please share that to people what a great message legend what a great message you know what josh that's totally true and look you know probably for him uh he was in a situation where he shaved his head and his head shape was good and he probably didn't have any markings or or lumps or anything that you can get on your head sometimes and things like that so he was probably in that lucky sorry but what is a good point to take out of that is accepting yourself like just accepting it, you know, accepting that's the fact that who you are and things like that. I think that is brilliant. What do you think? I think, yeah, his primary problem is obviously a desire to look like you. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no. I know. He, why, why was he trying? Why does, no, because you're an icon. For people, look like, no, you're an, you're an, you're an icon for, 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 for Blake's who've got this issue, clearly. When people say, when people say Jamie, uh, you know, I'm in the category now, Madonna, Seal, um jamie stalin yeah <laughs> an icon uh, icon yeah one name icon. <laughs> no i think it's a really cool um message to have received and um i just and, and it's amazing that for him you know all of his other mental health issues and all the other kind of problems that he was having were all kind of linked up and doing something as physical as shaving his head was able was you know the kind of vector to fixing himself i do wonder slightly if there are instances and again it'd be good to get your your take on this if there are instances where people tend to pin other issues on their hair so you know a bigger broader problem around self-confidence or those kind of things and you kind of pin it on something like hair loss or something like that and you know you you kind of see that as the one thing that's holding you back Uh, only because i was um i was reading an, an article this morning from someone who who had actually done similar to you, Jamie, in that they'd gone and got a hair transplant only to realise that actually that didn't fix the problem and that actually mm-hmm, they, mm-hmm. they still struggled with self-confidence after that and they, yeah. they found something else to worry and sort of despise. But Well, I, I think that's exactly true. I think that, you know, for the people out there who, who aren't really caring about their hair, they're the, you know, they're the confident ones. They just don't really care. I think if you're, if you're struggling with hair loss and you're worried about hair loss and things like that, it probably does mean that you have just insecurities in general about your looks and things like that. And, and probably what will happen is that you'll either get a hair transplant or you'll shave your head or, and perhaps then you'll become insecure about another part of your body. Yeah. And that's totally natural. You know, that's just as humans, that's what we're like. We, we, we are vain. That's why we have mirror, mirrors around the place. We do like to look good because beauty um, we've been told is, is, is what everyone wants. But I think what is really interesting about that is the fact that he did mention what you mentioned is that once you he shaved his head and he accepted it, no one cares. Yeah, yeah. No one really, no one really worries, and no one worries half, half as much as you do. And I think that's going to be the case with lots of people out there who are freaking out about their their hair loss. Is that they think, oh god, everyone's looking at me, everyone's watching me, everyone's judging me. No one is. No one really you don't notice cares it. that. Yeah. They don't they don't notice it. And, and they don't notice it one bit. I remember when I got my hair transplant, um, everyone said to me, they said, but well, you didn't even really have a receding hairline, did you? Like, what? They, really? They, they couldn't remember. Yeah, yeah, so no one really cared that much. And I was like, well, that was a waste of five grand. <laughs> well, no one even cared. <laughs> what was the point of that? So I, I think that we, we 
uh, manifest our insecurities in something way bigger than they actually are. And that's just a natural human instinct to do that. Yeah. And the, the other thing I noticed from that call and the call before and your own experience, again, he mentioned he was 21 when he started noticing this problem. Mm. And it's just really mm-hmm. interesting that people seem to think that it's really young to start having issues with hair loss or whatever. But actually, again, kind of going back to the the kind of macro picture, that's kind of within the bounds of normality. And and we just need to kind of get used to that and start to start to see people like George Clooney, aged whatever he is, 60, with a completely full <laughs> yeah. head of hair and a completely unreceded hairline. He's the weirdo. I mean, look, <laughs> yeah. he's a good looking guy. He's the freak. He's a good looking guy. He's the freak. I have an espresso machine myself. I'm not hating on, on George specifically, <laughs> but you know, that's the exception. You hate George Clooney. That's the exception. It's a bit like, you know, we've come, I think, round to the idea that the bodies that you see in porn, for example, are not representative of normal human bodies. Mm. And maybe mm. we just need to kind of be a bit more alive to the kind of bullshittery <laughs> and fakery that exists around hair. You had to find that the hard way, didn't you? You went, why don't I look like that bloke in that porn? Why don't I look like that? <laughs> I think that is exactly it. And, you know, if we, you know, we watch Hollywood movies and media and all these different things and they, they glamorize like hair and beauty and all these different things. And that is actually the not normal. That's not the normal. The everyday person walking down the street, the person who was five foot eight and a bit with lifts and shoes and slightly receding, I was the normal person. And we are, all of us are, all of us in this world have insecurities and stresses and concerns and worries. And if you think it's your hair, you, you know, and you, you know, you're just probably going to have some insecurities throughout your life. My stepfather, very wise, very strong, very militant man who I respect hugely. He, I went to his 70th birthday um, and on his 70th birthday, he stood up and he gave a speech. And I've never seen my stepfather say anything remotely insecure, anything remotely emotional ever. Yeah. And he stood up and said, when I was 20 years old or 22 years old, I came to London, I was insecure, I was worried, I was stressed. And I thought that throughout life that would change. And I can still say, standing here before you as a 70-year-old man, I'm still insecure about the same things and still worry about the same things. Wow. And that was interesting. Yeah, and it was really quite moving, actually. And he says, you just come used to it. You, you come to terms with it. But you know, they are there, but you come to terms with it. And I think that's what happens in life. Mm. I think it does. You just come to terms with things. I think it was a great message. And also, you know, for people who are thinking about uh, or worried about hair loss, you there are ways to do it, change it. As I said before, there's a great company out there called Sons that is hair loss prevention and it stops hair loss and it uses medical um, uh, products and things like that. They're fabulous. Um, you can go down the route of having a hair transplant. It's expensive, but you can do that. And there's shampoos. You know, there's lots of things out there to help um, stop it or prevent it. Um, but also there's the other thing of just letting it yeah, free, Yeah, whatever you want to do. Just let whatever you want to do. Mm. Just let it free, man. Let it go. Shave your head. Let it flow out. Who cares? I, do you know, know what I mean, ne- I've never shaved my head once, but I am edging towards it, I think, in this lockdown thing. <laughs> It's getting then too much. I look like head. a kind of 80s porn star. I could do a top knot with this. <laughs> An 80s porn star. You're just a very old porn star. That's what you're saying. Oh, you're a porn like. star in his 80s. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, actually, probably both. Josh, what do you think of today's episode? Do you think it was good? Yeah, I love that. I think it's it's just one of these areas, that, and there's so many of them, um, where us blokes have these issues that tear us up that prevent, you know, the, the last caller there mentioned he wasn't sleeping because of his hair loss or, you know, the caller before is spending forever searching the internet, mm. you know, pinning hopes on, you know, funny old cures and being f- really worried about it and being feeling guilty about the fact that they're worrying about it. It's one of these areas where all of this stuff exists 
And yet uh, all we have to do is start talking about it. And that will be a sort of the first step in making it normal, which is the first step in making it completely fine. And so I really enjoyed it, actually. And it was great. Good to hear from you as well. Some, some fucking honesty about this thing. Oh, there we go, man. Honest as a freaking beanstalk, Honest baby. as a beanstalk. That's what they call me, Roberto. <laughs> Guys, so um, this is possibly, potentially, um, the last episode no, of the series. No. Yeah, well, I'm, I'm, I'm similar to you, Josh. I think a lot of people have loved it. Um, and we hope that you guys have really liked it. If you have... Uh, we would love to hear from you because that would give us the confidence to continue this. It was a podcast that we wanted to test out, see if there were people who would relate to it and like it. And we feel like people are. So, you know, why don't you slide into our DMs, slide into Josh's or mine, um, or even our private parts one where you find this. So at Private Podcast, send us an email, contact at privatepartspodcast.com, or even write some reviews on the iTunes charts on the Apple charts below um because if we feel like people really want to hear more then lo and behold we'll, you'll get another one and another one and another one will keep going we love doing it we love helping people we love opening up this discussion let us know yeah for sure i'm i we can't stop here i will i'll m- miss uh beaming into your living room every monday morning too much <laughs> very tidy by the way for the listeners who don't know jamie's living room is very tidy big tv air conditioning <laughs> Uh, but until next time Josh uh, we're going to leave everyone for now but this was voicemail very lovely wasn't it it was fantastic thanks very much ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row dreaming of something better well hello fresh is your guilt free dream come true baby it's me Kiki Palmer Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.